Wax 104.5 on a drizzly, rainy Tuesday morning. So far, I think the rain's going to quit here in a little while. But it's uh, raining out there this morning, at least where uh, I am in the Wax Barn this morning, as we've got chores to do this morning on the farm show. I'm Bob. And I'm Scott, and I have my office window open here right beside me. And, oh, does that rain sound good right now. It's on the old farmhouse here. Just I could crawl right back in and just uh, sleep, but we got work to do. Yes, we've got chores to do, and, of course, uh, we're keeping an eye. Because any time you deal with a president or anybody from Washington, you don't really know what's going on. So, again, we'll talk about the... The last word we had heard, and whether that changed, and they, you know, only let a few people know, I I don't know how it all works, but, uh, you know, dealing with those folks over the years, it's been a, a frustrating event, especially when the president's included, when it's just the ag secretary coming, you can kind of handle that, but the president's a whole other story, isn't it? It sure is. They, yeah, keep things a little quieter than I wish they would, but yeah, that's right. I, I understand why too. Oh, absolutely. So uh, agriculture will be part of it. I would hope it better be. That's been the focus mainly, but that infrastructure bill and other things will also be part of it. But uh, none, nonetheless, the president and Ag Secretary Vilsack, and I don't know who else is going to be on the plane flying into Lacrosse a little bit later. They should make a stop in Black River Falls this morning. They should because they would do well to stop at Revolution Coffee down on the main drag and get some of this, even if it's not, uh, you know, the breakfast blend that I'm drinking right now. There are some great coffee drinks there that uh, they whip up and will light your fire for you and make you smile along with, well, maybe some of them could use uh, maybe they could use a, a I don't know an adult drink that they have. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe after the visit, but I'm not sure before. But I think they're going to be here about eleven o'clock this morning. Down in Lacrosse is where they're flying in. So yep. anyway, we'll take a look at the crop progress report. Has the rain changed much? We'll take a look at how that's going and and a few other things this morning. All right, we'll let you go get uh, ready. We'll talk to you after the top of the hour here. Stick your head out that window and see if you can get wet. I could use a shower. There you go, and he'll get one, that's for sure. There goes Scott this morning. A quick check of our weather brought to you by Mark Ward Motors. Don't forget, you need your 5,000-mile scheduled maintenance visit for your vehicle. Well, if you do it in Mark Ward, you get a complimentary tire rotation, vehicle health check, and car wash. So schedule yours right now, as a matter of fact, at markwartmotors.com. And we do have scattered showers throughout the area this morning, and they are scattered. We'll get up to about 82 today as it uh, will break off. And then it looks like uh, we can dry these fields out. It looks like pretty good hand weather because Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, partly sunny, 80s. Saturday looks like full sun. And about 85. Sunday, 90, partly sunny. Monday, 92, partly sunny. 67 right now in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls area. Right now at Hurlbird Heating and Plumbing, get a free indoor air quality package with a UV light and MERV 16 filter when you purchase a new heating and cooling system. Talk to Hurlbird today about no-cost consultations and no-interest financing, serving the Menominee, Eau Claire, and Hudson areas since 1959. Call Hurlbird Heating and Plumbing today and ask about your indoor air quality package. More details at HurlbirdHP.com. That's HurlbirdHP.com. 
Prestonpoint.com. Don't make another payment on a car you hate. Trade it in for something great at Prestige Kia. During the Prestige Kia Trade Up to a Kia sales event, you can get 0% APR for 66 months. No payments till September, plus 1500 trade-in assistance cash. There's never been a better time to get more for your old car, truck, or SUV. Even if you owe up to $10,000 more than your trade is worth, Prestige Kia wants it. So you can drive home a new Kia. Highest-ranked mass-market brand in initial quality six years in a row for less. With the Prestige Kia Lifetime Warranty, there's never been a better time to get more for your trade and upgrade to a new Kia for less. Only at Prestige Kia, home of the Prestige Kia Lifetime Warranty. Just one mile north of I-94 on Highway 93 in Eau Claire. Or visit spendlessgetmore.com. Tied to 2020 for J.D. Power 2020 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. 2021 model number 42222. Zero APR is 1515 per thousand financed. Interest accrues from date of sale Get Macy's lowest prices of the season on versatile outdoor furniture, roomy sectional sofas, and everything your home needs for summer. Now during Macy's July 4th sale. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Certainly more going on around the area than just President Biden and Secretary Vilsack coming into the La Crosse area. Up north, Barron County, the 2021 Barron County Aqua Dairy Show will be today at the Barron County Fairgrounds in Rice Lake. The show will start right at 10 o'clock. It's an open dairy show. include dairy showmanship classes of different ages at the end of the show. So, again, you want to see a dairy show today? Barron County Aqua Show, Aqua Dairy Show will be today. Starting 10 o'clock this morning, Barron County Fairgrounds in Rice Lake. And hopefully the uh, showers will have moved through on wax. At 6 o'clock in the morning, this is, at 5 o'clock in the morning, rather, (laughs) this is 104.5 FM, WAXX Eau Claire. Let's get some news this morning. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. Rescuers in Florida are beginning day six of searching for survivors in a 12-story condo collapse. Two bodies were recovered yesterday, raising the death toll to 11. No one has been found alive since hours after half of the building fell in the middle of the night. Crews are no longer tunneling underneath the rubble. They're now focusing on the three-story high pile of debris on top, sifting through concrete and twisted metal. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is bringing forward a resolution to investigate the January the 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. Brian Shook reports. The measure would create a select committee of 13 members, including eight appointed by Pelosi. The other five would be selected with House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy. The resolution doesn't need approval from the Senate and could be voted on by the full House this week. I'm Brian Shook. Prosecutors in New York are considering filing charges against former President Trump's family business this week. The case is tied to perks given to top executives. A Trump lawyer says he met with prosecutors yesterday and confirms the organization won't be indicted with crimes that are related to hush money payments or real estate value manipulations. Trump also personally won't be charged, but the move could bankrupt his company. Reality star Kim Kardashian West's company is providing clothes for U.S. Olympic teams. Lisa Taylor explains. Kardashian West shared the news on social media this morning saying Skims is designing loungewear, undergarments, and pajamas for the 2021 Olympians. Kardashian West also mentions that she has a personal connection to the Olympics because of her former step-parent, Caitlyn Jenner. She won the decathlon gold at the 1976 Olympics. I'm Lisa Taylor. And Google is planning to partially reopen its California offices next month. It'll begin on a voluntary basis. Workers can return in phases starting July the 12th, up to three days a week, 
and they won't have to wear a mask with proof of a COVID vaccination. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. There's a select group of individuals in this world who have a passion for livestock. Yes, livestock. And that group happens to be the consultants at Equity Cooperative Livestock Sales Association. Their passion for what they do, their expertise and industry involvement makes them some of the best in Wisconsin. And for nearly 100 years, Equity Livestock's experienced and knowledgeable individuals remain focused on marketing solutions that will lead to a producer's success. Call today or visit them at www.equitycoop.com. Find out how it feels to work with people who love what they do. Economy Furniture in Chippewa Falls is something that you gotta see. If you can rock in it, we got it. If you can recline in it, we got it. If you can sleep on it, we got it. Economy Furniture carries the national brands like Best, Therapeutic, England, and Flex Steel. We also carry local Wisconsin brands Wolfcraft, Ashley, and Symbol. You can shop everyday low prices at Economy Furniture. Furnishing the Chippewa Valley since 1950. Economy Furniture's for me. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Some light rain moving through the area this morning. That'll give way later on. But uh, again, a lot of folks are seeing just showers. I don't think anybody's getting any real heavy rain this morning. But uh, there are showers moving across the state. And we've got a high forecast about 82 today. And then it looks like the rain's going to be done for a while. Maybe a pop-up shower here or there. But... Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, partly sunny. Temperatures in the 80s. Full sun on Saturday with a high of 85. Fourth of July on Sunday, partly sunny and 90. Monday, partly sunny and 92. So, uh, again, get the fields dried out. Make more hay. Watch the corn and beans grow. 65 right now in Rice Lake. Medford, 64. 67 in Wausau. 66 at Marshfield. 71, always the warm spot in La Crosse. Green Bay at 67, Madison and Sun Prairie. They're at 73 this morning, and Milwaukee's at 72. But again, some scattered showers around the area. 67 right now in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls area. We'll look at the markets next. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual Insurance is a proud sponsor of the Northern Wisconsin State Fair in Chippewa Falls. As a thank you for your support, they're giving away fair tickets. Visit RuralMutual.com slash win and enter to win tickets to the Northern Wisconsin State Fair. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Attention professional drivers. Are you tired of not getting the home time that you deserve while handling heavy freight? Ruan is hiring home daily truck drivers in the Eau Claire area for a dedicated customer with preloaded vans or flatbeds so you can give your back a break. Ruan knows switching jobs is challenging, so they're currently offering $10,000 in bonuses paid out during the first six months of employment. Now is the time to switch to Ruan. Apply today by calling 800-TRY-RUAN. That's 800-TRY-RUAN. Or go to ruan.com. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And once again, Rural Mutual Insurance bringing us the early morning markets. And Scott, how do the cattle prices look? 
well on the cash livestock side of things. Fed beef steers are at 117 to 124, with the mix selling 75 to 116 and three quarters. Fed beef heifers at 110 to 122, with the mixed 79 to 109. Fed Holstein steers 106 to 116 and a half, with select and choice 71 to 105. Cows are at 54 and a half to 69, with the top selling 70 to 84 and three quarters. Bulls are at 86 to 97. On the hog side, butcher hogs are at 75 to 98, with the sows 36 to 57, and the boars 18 and a half to 23 and a half. New crop market lambs are at a dollar fifty to two fifty, and feeder lambs are at one hundred five to two forty seven and a half. Sounds good. Get the news ready. We'll be back with you in just a little while. Okay. There goes Scott. And as far as livestock futures at the Merck, cattle down. Hogs were up yesterday. June cattle closed one twenty two ten, down seventy two. August cattle one twenty one sixty. That was down a dollar twenty. October one twenty seven fifty two, down eighty seven. December live cattle one thirty one ninety seven. That was down thirty cents. Feeder cattle for August one fifty six thirty five down three twenty. September feeders one fifty nine oh seven down two seventeen. October at one sixty one oh five down one sixty five. November at one sixty two twenty seven down a buck and a half. January at one sixty two fifty two. That was down one forty five. Hog contracts were higher. July live hogs. Or July lean hog carcass contracts, 104.95, up $3. August up $3, 102.77. October up $3 at 87.40. And December at $80 even, that was up 272. Board of Trade, good day yesterday. Corn was up 28 at the close. Soybeans up 42. Wheat up 17. And overnight, though, a little give back. Scattered rains. December corn overnight down 3 cents. Dipping back to 544, the oats sitting at 387. December wheat down a penny, 657. November soybeans down six cents overnight to 1306. Meal down 240 a ton for October at 353.10. Barrel cheese fell a half a cent to 148 and a half. Blocks up two and a half to 151 and a half. Butter was up a nickel, 176 and three quarters. June class three was up two at 1720. July up 13 at 1678. August up 19. At 1682, September was unchanged at 1730. October down a nickel at 1810. Well, lots of things going on. We're going to travel, and we'd sure like you to come along. I'm excited, and you will be too, because we are going to Panama and Costa Rica October 30th through November 8th. We had this plan last year, remember, but because of the COVID pandemic, we had to postpone, never cancel. One of the things we will do, of course, is get on a ship in the Pacific Ocean, get off in the Atlantic Ocean, because we're going to cruise through the Panama Canal. We'll also visit a coffee plantation, dairy farm. We'll go to the Arenal Volcano National Park. We'll see all kinds of wildlife in that part of the world in the Mount Verde Cloud Forest Preserve. We'll visit and mingle with native cultures. We'll cruise a wildlife refuge, and we'll have lots of fun in the beautiful warm weather in Panama and Costa Rica at the end of October, the 1st of November. Call Holiday Vacations for a free brochure, 888-554-5208. Again, that's 888-554-5208. Plan to join us in Panama and Costa Rica October 30th through November 8th. Agriculture. 
It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's almost upon us. Farm Technology Days 2021 at Huntsinger Farm, Silver Springs Gardens, just south of Eau Claire, July 20th through the 22nd. The man in charge at Huntsinger Farms is with us now, Eric Rigg. And Eric, uh, you're the president of Huntsinger Farms, but this is kind of a family affair for you, isn't it? That's right. I'm a fourth-generation horseradish farmer. So my great-grandfather started the company, Ellis Hunsinger, in 1929. We're a little over 90 years old, and uh, we've been doing this for quite some time. And bigger and better than anybody else. We are the world's largest grower and processor of horseradish and uh, continue to be. And, of course, that was kind of a, a niche market, although being the world's biggest, it's not a niche for you guys. But why the decision to host Farm Technology Days? Because... You know, it's always been a corn show or an alfalfa show, not products that you necessarily deal with. First of all, we were asked, you know, would we consider this? This is uh, almost four years ago now uh, when we were considering it. So we had the space. We had the location. They came to us and, and said, would we be interested? And we had to really think about it. And for us, we thought it would be a great way to, to get some exposure for, for horseradish and what we do. But more importantly, we were interested in, in having a great location to showcase agriculture across the state, but particularly uh, in the Chippewa Valley. There's so many great companies that we have talked with and invited to come and and share their stories with uh, the general public. And like Hunsinger Farms, Silver Springs Gardens, those many unique companies are going to be in Innovation Square. That's going to be very interesting this year. Tell us about that. So Innovation Square is the one area where we really get to differentiate from farm show to farm show. A lot of the show is pretty similar with the with the infrastructure and who's coming and the big tractors and the big ag companies will be there. Innovation Square is the, the part where we get to uh, kind of stand out and be a little bit unique. So our approach was, you know, in, in, in looking around and who else is in the Chippewa Valley, I discovered all these great companies. I invited them to, to join me to tell their stories on, on what's going to be going on there. So one of our neighbors... Chippewa Valley Bean, the world's largest grower and processor of red kidney beans. We also have uh, Superior Fresh. They're the world's largest aquaponics farm. That They specialize in the, the organic greens and the raising Atlantic salmon year-round. It's a whole new technology that they can grow food year-round, and it's kind of that local organic style, which is really neat. Then we got Ferguson's Orchard. They are the, the largest Midwestern apple grower, uh, 21 varieties. I think they do... 250,000 different apple trees or something like that. It's, it's just massive. You have no idea these, these guys are in our backyard. And then we got uh, Marika Gouda. She is one of the m- most award-winning Gouda cheeses in the U.S. and also in the world, which is uh, pretty exciting. And they're all going to be close to each other, so you don't have to go very far to see them and, and sample some product, I'm sure. Yeah, you're going to be able to learn about their businesses, how they've been able to be innovative. It's Innovation Square and how they've survived you know, through the pandemic and otherwise. You know, we're all kind of long-term successful family businesses that are doing some pretty neat things. And Eric Rigg with us, who is the president of Huntsinger Farms, a host of Farm Technology Days in Eau Claire County, July 20th through the 22nd. And Eric, a lot of folks have never been around horseradish. Are they going to get another look at uh, horseradish at all? Yeah, so in our area at Innovation Square, I think the most notable thing you'll see is some of our custom equipment can't just go to John Deere to go buy a horseradish harvester or a horseradish <laughs> planter. It's, it's pretty specialized and unique. And our team has modified some other equipment that's out there. 
So one of the, the neat things is our horseradish harvester that you'll see out there. It's a big blue machine, and it helps us dig up the horseradish and bring it out. You're also going to see our planter. We do a lot of the planting by hand, so that's kind of interesting. And for last year's show, which got canceled, we actually planted horseradish. So there's going to be horseradish growing in the field there, and our R&D team will be out there uh, with the plant out and be able to teach people what horseradish even looks like. And uh, July is also horseradish month, so we're going to be celebrating horseradish all month long. Uh, the show is going to be really fun, but we're going to be introducing something called the Zing Factor. Now, the Zing Factor is something that we've created that measures the heat of different horseradish products. Kind of like, think about peppers and Scoville units, how they measure a jalapeno versus a habanero. But we've developed something called the Zing Factor that's going to be able to measure different heat products for horseradish. Farm Technology Days is a learning experience, that's for sure. Eric, for folks that want to come, how do they buy tickets ahead of time so that they don't have to stand in line? That's a really good idea. If you can buy tickets online, go to the website, which is www.wifarmtechdays.org. And again, Eric Rigg with Huntsinger Farm Silver Spring Garden, the zing factor, and uh, you'll see how tough you are as far as trying to taste some of those uh, horseradish products that are on the, the top of the scale of the zing factor at Farm Technology Days. Farm News will check on the progress of the crops coming up here on Wax. Wheaton Grain will be paying top dollar for your oats, rye, corn, and soybeans this fall. We are offering grain marketing options that will maximize your profit per acre. At Wheaton Grain, we offer all types of grain contracts to our producers that allow you to eliminate some of your price risk and take advantage of these profitable grain prices. We are a family-owned business and would love to discuss the options that we can offer. Please visit our website at wheatongrain.com for more details or feel free to give us a call at 715-874-6593. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. We've got some farm news to take a look at. Scott's joining us for that. And I guess, Scott, as always, when you deal with the president and his itinerary, subject to change. But uh, the last word we had is what? Well, President Joe Biden and Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack will lead a delegation from Washington and to southwest and western Wisconsin later today to talk about agricultural issues, including some dairy initiatives. Their schedule, tentatively, as you said, calls for them to fly to La Crosse and then travel by helicopter to the Dick and Kim Cates farm in Iowa County and then go to the Mahogany Dairy near Cashton for ice cream before returning to Washington. Early reports say the president will issue an executive order regarding agriculture and also explain some updated programs for the dairy industry. Rains last week across much of the country's major growing areas helped the condition of the corn and soybean crops, but crop conditions still didn't improve that much. The amount of corn now in the good to excellent category went from uh, down another 1% this week to 64%. That's the 10th lowest corn rating for the end of June in the past 12 years. Only 2017 and 2019 were lower. 
Improvements in the corn crop in Iowa, Illinois, and Michigan were offset by declines in the crop in Minnesota, Ohio, and South Dakota. The soybean rating for this week didn't change much from a week ago, as it held at 60% good to excellent. States that saw a drop in soybean condition this week include Minnesota, South Dakota, Tennessee, and Kansas. But Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, and Wisconsin saw a little improvement. In Wisconsin, the soybean crop did get a little better with the rains as it's rated 68% good to excellent, up 6% from last week. State farmers also reported 11% of the plants are already blooming. And the condition of the corn crop didn't change from a week ago as it's still rated 69% good to excellent. The oats are rated 75% good to excellent with 79% of the crop headed. Potatoes around the state also look good, as that crop is rated 88% good to excellent. Farmers also have taken 59% of their second hay crop about a week ahead of normal. Topsoil moisture improved quite a bit from a week earlier, as it's now rated 72% adequate to surplus. And getting and better getting with right now. Yeah, guy's going to say getting a little better right now with a little more rain out there, but that'll end. And it looks like if we drive the fields out, some good hay and weather. All right, sir, we'll talk to you All in right. just a little while. Okay. There goes Scott, and uh, we've got uh, almost 19 minutes after 5 o'clock. And the uh, University of Wisconsin School of Veterinary Medicine getting an upgrade. We're going to find out just exactly what they're doing down there in Madison. That's coming up next right here on Wax. Hi, I'm Chris Schluganoff, an agronomist from Northside and Loyal. It is time to protect your crops. Strategic fungicide applications address disease patterns and resistance. Applying fungicide to corn or soybeans during certain growth stages improves broad-spectrum disease control, leading to optimum plant health and yield potential. Contact Northside today about a crop protection program that will maximize your profitability. Visit northsideelevator.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram. With 24-7 customer service and guaranteed repairs, your progressive policy works the way it's supposed to, unlike this stressful meditation guide. Take a deep breath. Focus on all the things you have to do. Did someone make the vet appointment yet? You don't know? That feels like something you should know. Switch to Progressive today. You are a mess. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Repairs through Progressive Network shops guaranteed for as long as you own or lease your car. The Equity Altoona Livestock Market, part of the Equity Co-op Livestock Sales Association, is now part of Cattle USA's live cattle auction service, where you can live stream the auctions directly to you from the livestock sale. Simply go to CattleUSA.com, click on Login, and create an account. That includes following the twice-monthly feeder cattle sales at Altoona that always start at noon. Sign up and sign in for those sale dates all the way to the end of the year, and also don't forget, the Stratford Equity Market has dairy sales the first and third Tuesdays of every month. 0.9% for 72 months on 2021 Ram 1500. Crew Bighorns at Chilson.com. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Bob Bosel at the northern end of the world's longest barn, and I've been around long enough to remember when Wisconsin didn't even have a vet school. But now we do, and it's getting to be bigger and better than ever. We've got some money in the legislature, the last budget, and Pam... 
the shovels were out here a week or so ago. What's going on? Yeah, it's exciting, Bob. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. The really good news is that they've secured not only the budget that they need for the expansion and remodel of the UW School of Veterinary Medicine as well as the adjacent hospital, but they've got even more money to compensate for some of the construction cost increases that uh, are being incurred. I got a great chance to visit with Dr. Mark Markell, the dean of the UW School of Veterinary Medicine. And, you know, before we talk about the project, the building project, which is going to take until 2024 to complete, I wanted to go back and find out what it was like to try to continue to teach those veterinarians that we're going to depend on for large animal care in rural Wisconsin. How do you teach them during the pandemic? What was life like in the School of Veterinary Medicine just a year ago, well before breaking ground on this expansion? From the dean's perspective, it was challenging. Uh, You know, I always like to lead. Unfortunately, uh, we led in the pandemic as well. Uh, We had the first on-campus uh, positive case uh, on March 13, actually, of, of 2020. And so we actually had to close the entire school and our hospital on that Friday the 13th um, of, all, of all dates. And, uh, you know, we had to quickly, because certainly we, no one predicted it or had any idea of what was going to be happening going forward, transition to not only um, the fourth-year students that were in our hospital at the time, trying to educate them over the last six to eight weeks of their uh fourth year prior to graduation, but then we had to um, figure out a way to educate all the rest of our students in the classroom and laboratory settings that we had. And all compliments to our faculty and our staff who and, and who really worked hard to try to figure out a pathway to continue to deliver that education that our students desperately needed uh, in that very difficult situation. The good news is we were able to over, open our hospital around a week after that but very limited in a very limited way because there was very little ppe masks and things like that available at the time Um, but we slowly um, kind of ramped it up and by july 6th of last year we were able to have the new fourth year class come back in the hospital in person and uh, really kind of um, have that you know desperately needed hands-on experience that our future veterinarians need in order to be able to go out to practice People have to understand, you do a tremendous amount of, I guess we'd say, business. I mean, there's always something happening at the school, uh, whether it's in the hospital where uh, some you know, public folks may bring their animals or need uh, treatment. And as in the medical profession for humans, sometimes animals need immediate care. How did you prepare your staff for those situations, Mark? So, you know, initially, obviously for a week, we didn't, we weren't able to do that, although we certainly kept all those emergency cases and cases that had to be seen in the hospital. So we weren't completely closed, but certainly any elective cases and those things were delayed for a period of time. Uh, but shortly thereafter, as soon as we kind of had the PPE that would protect our people uh, and um, be, were able to communicate with our referring veterinarians and our uh, pet owners and animal owners' clients, uh, we were able to gradually introduce um, patients back in the hospital. The interesting thing is, at the beginning, all of us across the country thought that there'd be a decline in people bringing their animals into veterinary hospitals. Uh, in contrast, uh, over the last year, uh, there's been probably around a 20% increase in revenue associated with people bringing their animals into veterinary hospitals. So we've been even busier during the COVID-19 pandemic than we were before. 
Oh, I can imagine. I can imagine. Uh, talk to me a little bit, Mark, about what it was like for you personally. I thought about uh, people in the medical field, be it animal or people. You had a, a greater understanding, I think, of what the pandemic, what COVID-19 was, maybe before the general public. How did you personally react when it became a reality, as you said, first positive case on campus within your building? But then personally, how did it start impacting your routine? Because I know you do have a routine. So, you know, it was challenging to say the least. I mean, always, we always tell a funny story, my wife and I, where you know, obviously used to going to work at 7 o'clock or 6.30 in the morning, getting back at 5 or 6. And uh, all of a sudden, we were both stuck in the house with our two dogs the entire day. So we joked that I usually made it till about 11 a.m. initially until I irritated her. Eventually, it got to about 5 p.m. Uh, so, yeah, there, there were some challenges there. I think the hardest part was, you know, we were asked by campus because we wanted to limit, obviously, COVID-19 uh, spread uh, within the community to have no one in the building, uh, and this has been true for almost 15 months, unless you absolutely had to be in the building. So that meant I wanted to model that behavior. So in essence, I was only in the building for a few hours on a Saturday for a year and three months. But 60% of our people who worked in the hospital were there the entire time. And how are we doing today? How is uh, your staff, your student uh, population? I know that uh, even though your heart and your head may want you to have all the reunions taking place in the building, I know you're uh, guided by the university and the state. Tell me a little bit about what's happening then today. So I'd say it's, it was challenging through the spring semester, even um, for graduation. We you know, did have an in-person graduation for only graduates in Camp Randall Stadium, no guests. Uh, we weren't able to have our award ceremony. We weren't able to have what we call our hooding ceremony in person. We did both of those virtually. But on June 2nd in Dane County, which is where UW exists, all of the restrictions were lifted. So as of June 2nd, things are relatively close to normal, meaning there are no restrictions outside other than six-foot distancing requirements. There's no restrictions inside as far as masking. Although in our hospital, because it is so crowded, the reason that we want to do this expansion, uh, we still require masks in the hospital. Yeah, and let's let's pivot towards that. Again, Dr. Mark Markell along with us, the dean of the UW School of Veterinary Medicine with some great news. They have finally attained, uh, checked all the boxes, crossed all the T's, and are now getting ready to undergo a tremendous expansion. And I started our conversation with that, Mark. I've been in that building. I've watched how uh, very well-respected teachers, professors, uh, students have had to co-mingle because they're just flat out as no space. Tell us about this uh, exciting project that's now ready to begin. So it's a project that we began talking about, believe it or not, in 2002. So 19 years ago, I became the dean in 2012, where we really started pushing hard behind it. Uh, we were enumerated by the state, quote unquote, meaning funded for the building for a component of the whole project uh, about a year and a half, two years ago. And uh, we were asked to raise around $40 million towards the project, and we've already raised more than $50 million for the project. So uh, on all fronts, that's incredibly promising. We went through a design phase with Flat Architects uh, for over a year. Uh, we then, this spring, uh, the state selected our contractor, which is C.D. Smith. And uh, actually today, uh, the 16th of June, we turned the parking lot over to C.D. Smith 
And two days from now on the 18th, uh, we're going to have a groundbreaking ceremony, and they're going to literally begin construction next week. Outstanding. Now tell people what this will bring, not just to the, the, the staff, the students, but really the state of Wisconsin. Uh, it's going to have a tremendous impact. Uh, we were created over 30 years ago, almost 40 years ago now. Uh, you know, at the time, we were meant to see around 12,000 patients per year. We see 30,000 patients now. And as you highlighted, we are very constrained with space, which limits our ability to see uh, patients. It limits the uh, number of veterinarians we can, tra- we can train. There's a tremendous shortage of veterinarians nationwide, including in Wisconsin. Uh, and obviously, with that overcrowding limits, our ability to really do the kind of job we want to do as far as educating our future veterinarians. Um, this building will um, literally double the size of our small hospital. We'll keep our current hospital, but also this uh, addition. It'll significantly expand our teaching spaces um, within the new building, as well as our research spaces, uh, both infectious disease research, COVID-19 as an example, um, as well as um, other types of uh, research to benefit both animal and human health. And again, that's Dr. Mark Markell talking about that expansion. It's underway now down at the University of Wisconsin School of Veterinary Medicine. Very much needed. 5.30 in the morning, we'll get some local news and then some weather. We see energy savings everywhere, even in your home. You see an attic? We see an insulation rebate. You see a thermostat? We see a smart upgrade. Hence the Home Performance Program, where you can save money and energy. You see a furnace? We see a more efficient one. You see a goat? <laughs> well, we also see a goat. Visit ExcelEnergy.com slash Home Performance to learn about this program with Focus on Energy. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And let's find out what else is going on in the news this morning. Again, of course, our lead story, President Biden and Ag Secretary Vilsack going to be flying into La Crosse about 11 o'clock this morning and, uh, you know, they're going to do a few things in La Crosse, supposed to be visiting some farms, and we'll actually see what happens. But, Scott, what else is going on? Well, a new study says the state will likely have trouble filling jobs for years to come. UW-Madison economist Noah Williams is out with an analysis that says Wisconsin's long-term worker needs will only be solved by getting new workers into the pipeline and bringing new families into the state. Williams said the numbers clearly show Wisconsin's workforce is aging faster than the rest of the country. He said even with low unemployment numbers, businesses in the state will need workers going forward. The state's Department of Health Services yesterday updated the coronavirus vaccine numbers and now says about 50,000 doses were given last week in Wisconsin. That's down from 73,000 doses the week before. You have to go back to December of last year to find fewer doses being injected in the state during the week. It's 10 years in prison for a man who admittedly sold uh, meth in the Chippewa Valley. Zachary Tepsa pleaded guilty to drug dealing charges in January. A federal judge sentenced him to a decade behind bars yesterday. Tepsa is in state prison on meth dealing and fleeing from police charges. He's due to get out of prison in two years, but will serve his time for the new federal sentence. And she's ranked 44th by Major League Eating, and that inspires Catherine Tesh to compete in the biggest hot dog eating contest of the year. 
the Dorchester native has twice competed in Nathan's famous 4th of July hot dog eating contest. Her best best performance was eating 10 and a half hot dogs to finish 10th in 10th place back in 2019. Tesh will try for a personal best once again at this year's contest at Coney Island. Hey, the record holder is Joey Jaws Chestnut. 73 hot dogs in less than 10 minutes, Bob. I don't even think you or I could do that. No, but I think 10 hot dogs in 10 minutes, you could do that, couldn't you? I, I would be close. The best I've heard, I go back to the Loyal Dairy Breakfast, the pancake flippers there were telling me that a while ago at one of the breakfasts they did, a fella ate 52 pancakes at a dairy breakfast. And That's mowing some hay. Oh, boy, and spent the rest of the day in the bathroom. All right, <laughs> sir, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you here in a little while. All right. There goes Scott this morning. So, uh, yeah, the dairy breakfasts are over, and for the most part, Mother Nature did cooperate with some uh, good weather for the breakfast. A little rain some, but uh, for the most part, a good June weekend for the breakfast. What's ahead as we get into July this weekend? Let's get over to Skywarn 13 because we've got Kelly Slifka on board with us. Good morning, Kelly. Good morning. Well, a little shower this morning. I haven't stuck my head out now for, what, a couple hours. Is it still raining? Yeah, it's still just kind of dripping outside, nothing real heavy. And we've had this for a few hours now. It's been pretty steady, light rain across most of western Wisconsin. Uh, I think this will be ending uh, over the next hour, hour and a half, and it looks like we'll get some drier weather later this morning, even into the early afternoon hours. But kind of like yesterday, we are expecting more Scattered showers and thunderstorms to develop again later this afternoon. Could see a brief heavy downpour uh, once again. So once again, we've got some more unsettled weather, but this will probably be the end of it. We've got some drier weather headed our way by tomorrow, and that will continue for most of the rest of the weekend. The weekend. So the uh, rain continues this morning. We'll have mostly cloudy skies, some scattered showers and thunderstorms developing this afternoon as we get up to 80. Clearing tonight, 61. A warmer day tomorrow, but the humidity will drop with mostly sunny skies, a high of 86. Thursday, partly cloudy, maybe an isolated thunderstorm. I think most of us will be dry, 82. And we're in the mid-80s on Friday, and then we're looking at some temperatures up close to 90, it looks like, for the weekend. Right now in Eau Claire with light rain, 67 degrees. I'm Sky 113 meteorologist Kelly Slifka. Well, we got the 4th of July, so people are going to love the 4th of July weekend. Yeah, you know, it's looking like it's setting up to be pretty nice. It's going to be hot, but, uh, you know, dry for most of the weekend. Well, that's a good thing. Thanks, Kelly. You bet. Kelly Slifka over there at Skywarn 13 with our Weather on Wax, brought to you by Lindstrom Equipment. The leader in tractor technology just increased its lead, introducing the world's largest mechanical four-wheel drive tractor, the Fent 1000 series. This Fent tractor, up to 517 horsepower, features the world-renowned CBT transmission and 12.4-liter man motor. Though the machine competes with the articulated tractor market, it is still as maneuverable as smaller frame tractors, making suitable for more applications. Furthermore, it's sold and serviced by Lindstrom Equipment, making it the perfect package. Visit Lindstrom Equipment in Modena and Menominee today for the best in Fent equipment. Same name, same family-owned business for over 50 years. You want more from a compact or utility tractor, and at Lindstrom Equipment, you'll find more. More of the newest Massey Ferguson tractors offering more versatility, more durability, and more performance. Stop by today and find out how Massey Ferguson is expanding the possibilities of what a great tractor can be and why a Massey Ferguson will be the last tractor you'll ever need. Come see the Massey Ferguson Compact and Utility Tractors at Lindstrom Equipment in Modena and Menominee. Same name, same family-owned business for over 50 years. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 
This past Sunday, the gardeners, Tag and Acres, Jamie and Aaron and Riggin, hosted the Greenwood Dairy Breakfast. And Riggin, tell me what the farm's all about. How many cows you milk and how many acres you're running here? We're running about 300 acres and about, we're milking about 65 to 70 cows. So you got to get up every morning now in the summertime and help milk cows? Most of the time, yes. Do you milk? Do you feed? Do you clean? What do you do? Everything, basically. Jack of all trades? Yep. But you're well paid, right? Yeah. Oh, that a boy. All right. And, of course, Aaron and Jamie are the uh, the in-charge people here at the farm. And, and again, uh, Aaron, having the dairy breakfast, it's a little work. Uh, just a little, but it's worth it. Now, with the uh, size operation you got here, family operation, you got any hired hands? For the most part, it's just the three of us. Bob and Dee do help out when needed. Um, Bob does come up daily. He just can't retire completely. But, um, yeah, it's otherwise just the three of us working here. That's more by his choice than yours, isn't it? Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, as far as the uh, the operation itself is, with uh, that many cows and, and this much land, where do you where do you send the milk? And uh, you know, how's things gone the last year or so with this COVID situation? Um, the milk goes to Mullins um, with the COVID situation. Um, got kind of crazy a little bit there, but we did fine. It mm. it works out. Now, you hosted the dairy breakfast. Uh, as we said, that's a, that's a big job, but uh, looks like coming off awful good. Yeah, there's quite a few people here already. Um, hope to see more and people can come and visit and see people they haven't seen over the last year. How big a decision was it for you guys to say yes when they asked you if you do this? Uh, it wasn't that big. They asked us five years ago mm -hmm. already if we'd host. So. Now, you work off the farm as well as on the farm here, so yep. uh, what are your main responsibilities here on the farm? I do the herd health, all the vaccination records, book work, most of the things that need to be kept organized for paperwork and stuff. But for a lot of people, that's a full-time job, besides what you do at the health care center. Yeah, yeah, but I stay pretty organized, so it's pretty simple. Well, that's good. That has to help a lot, Jamie, to have uh, someone like that that's uh, so knowledgeable about the operation taking care of the books. Uh, yeah, and it's uh, a lot easier because it's el uh, legible. Uh, if i got to look back, it can read it. Oh, that's a good thing, too. Well, tell us about uh, early spring as far as the crops are concerned. You got them in, and, uh, of course, just a few days ago this past Saturday, it uh, it settled the dust. No, no dust in Clark County. How... Uh, how good did it go in and how do they look right now? Uh, everything went in pretty easy. We got a pretty good sized window there. Uh, got everything in. Uh, got a little sh couple shots of rain. Hay took off. Got another big window. Took the hay off. Uh, kind of got scratching our heads wondering if it was ever going to rain again. Been blessed here, I guess, the last couple days with some rain. Um, how good was the first crop? Uh, first crop was pretty good. Uh, can't really complain. Um, like I said, we took it a, probably a week earlier than we really wanted to, but with the breakfast coming up and stuff, we and the weather, we didn't know, you know, we are going to get another open window of weather. We didn't want to make it during the breakfast, so we took it. Corn knee-high by the 4th? Uh, most of it's <laughs> pretty much knee-high, pretty easy by now, so uh, yeah, uh, we got a few days it'll easily make by the 4th. You got any beans in? Oh yeah, we got beans in, uh, all canopied. Uh, look really, really good. Looks like it'll be a good year. Mother Nature cooperates from here on out. Exactly. That's all we need. And that's the Gardner family, Jamie, Aaron, and Reagan. And they hosted the uh, Greenwood Dairy Breakfast on Sunday. And a huge crowd is there. And said, well, I hope they all come. Well, they were way down the road standing in line on Sunday. And uh, the breakfasts were well attended. So, again, on behalf of those that hosted those breakfasts, thank everybody that helped make those breakfasts a reality all the people that worked and all the people that attended it was a great june dairy month for the dairy breakfast in our area and
Can't wait till next year. All right, we got 19 minutes before 6 o'clock, and we've got some markets to get to. We'll do that here on Wax. But again, don't forget, pack the bags. We're going to go to some pretty nice places. Last March, we had to postpone our Panama-Costa Rica farm tour, but it's back on October 30th to November 8th. We're going to Panama and Costa Rica on a farm tour, and we're going to cruise through the new Panama Canal, go to a dairy farm, coffee plantation. We're going to visit the native cultures, cruise a wildlife refuge, so much more. Call Holiday Vacations, 888-554-5208. Get yourself a brochure as we go to Costa Rica and Panama October 30th through November 8th with holiday vacations. Wendy's only serves one kind of breakfast, a better one. And right now, the sausage egg and Swiss croissant, bacon egg and Swiss croissant, and honey butter chicken biscuit are all just two for $4. Nice. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 67 degrees, looking for about 80 today. Again, scattered showers moving through, but after these showers go through today, it's going to clear out. We'll get out about 61 and then, boy, I don't see any rain in this forecast, at least through early next week, maybe. Because Monday, it's going to be partly sunny. Sunday, Saturday, it's going to be nice for the 4th of July. You got the picnics planned or going to the fireworks, whatever your plans are. I don't think Mother Nature is going to cause a problem. Let's get to some markets, see what happened uh, yesterday down at the Equity Sparta Barn. And uh, old Scott Herman, he's along to tell us what happened. Slaughter cow market was weaker today with 20% of cows, 57 to 68. 60% of cows sold 45 to 56. And 20% of cows were 44 and down. Organic cows were steady with most cows 130 to 136. The slaughter bulls were steady with high-yielding bulls 80 to 95. Canner and utility bulls 79 and down. Fed cattle were steady to strong today with no test on the beef cattle. Choice overnight beef steers and heifers, 115 to 122 with no test. Select to choice beef steers and heifers, 110 to 115 with no test. Your choice dairy cross steers and heifers, 105 to 120 with no test. And the choice overnight Holstein steers, 110 to 118.50. Your choice Holstein steers, a dollar to a dollar nine. And the standard to select steers and heifers and heavyweight steers, 99 and down. Replacement calves were steady with the top Holstein bull calves, 10 to 140. Your Holstein heifer calves, 10 to 80. And the beef calves, $2 to 390. Uh, just a reminder, our next dairy feeder sale will be this Thursday, July 1st, with dairy at noon, followed by feeders at 1230. Thank you. This has been Scott Herman with your Sparta Equity Market Report. Have a great day. I can't believe what I'm seeing. You mean how green that soybean field is? No, I'm talking about that soybean plant that just walked across the road. Yeah, but that mirror of his neo worked great. You know what they say, greener fields, higher yields. I hear ya, but a walking soybean plant is pretty crazy. Mm, can't blame it for choosing greener, healthier mirror of his neo fields. True. Still crazy, though. Miravis Neo Fungicide. With improved disease control and increased plant health, it delivers a difference even soybeans can see. Learn more at SyngentaUS.com slash Miravis Neo. Always read and follow label instructions. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And here we go to the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. Jerry Fitzgerald is with us. Well, Jerry, we're about ready to wrap up June Dairy Month. Did you get to enough dairy breakfast? Well, good morning to you, Bob. Yes, we did. Uh, got quite a few of them that last weekend. Uh, uh, a lot of other stuff going on. But, no, and, and like you said before, all the hard work that goes into it and for 
worthy cause, and it's good to see everything back on beam as compared to last year. So salute to all those folks. And like you said, we're already looking forward to next year. So. Absolutely, absolutely. Hopefully we're back on track. Now we turn our attention to the fairs. We'll start, well, Northern Wisconsin State Fair in Chippewa Falls will start the 7th of July. That's not that far away. So lots of things. We go from one to another. But let's go to the market report. What's going on in Stratford this week? We'll do that, too, Bob. Thank you, and good morning, everyone. A summary from yesterday, Monday, here, as we uh, start the uh, last week of June here at Equity Stratford. Cows on a week of trend yesterday. Higher-yielding, fresher cows were selling from 63 to 69, topping out at $70. Uh, the majority of the cows on yesterday's auction, your average cows, were selling from 45 to 62. Thinner cows, light carcass cows, below 45. Uh, on the bull market open up yesterday, most of the better quality bulls selling from 80 to 88, lighter weight bulls below 78. On the fat cattle trade, choice grading Holstein steers mostly from 90 to uh, 107, high yielding choice strictly prime Holsteins 107 to 110, select grading cattle under finished cattle 88 and below. A very strong market on Holstein bull calves yesterday, good quality 90 to 130 pounders selling from 75 to 180. Fancy bull calves from 180 to a top of 195. Very limited demand for heifer calves, though, $40 and below. Beef calves also very strong demand, 175 to 350, 370 top on those black calves on yesterday's sale. All right, we are at Tuesday here. We start this morning Tuesday here at Stratford, 10 o'clock with the uh, hay and straw auction. And uh, like I mentioned yesterday, we got a nice selection of hay for you folks today, including a large consignment of round bales of alfalfa grass, this year's hay. So, again, hay auction today at 10 o'clock. 11 o'clock, we sell organic market cattle, followed by the conventional market cattle. And uh, don't forget, tomorrow Wednesday, auction starts at 10 o'clock. Also, um, tomorrow Wednesday will be the feeder cattle auction. That will be at noon. And just a footnote, Bob, I know some folks uh, do have July 5th off. I'm not sure, but uh, Equity Stratford, uh, I believe all the equity markets, of course, will be open next Monday, July 5th. So just uh, make a note of that. And I guess with that, uh, we'll turn it back to you, Bob. Enjoy the day. And uh, I'm looking at the radar here. Eau Claire is still kind of under the green, but not really hitting the ground, huh? I don't know. I haven't stepped out in a couple hours, but uh, it was raining when I came in. But uh, it's I think we've uh, taken care of the drought for a while around here. That's a good thing. Have a good one, Jerry. We'll talk to you in the morning. Sounds good, Bob. Thank you. There you go. Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Equity Stratford barn. 67, yeah, today some scattered showers moving through. It'll get up to about 80, and then after this moves through, it'll clear up overnight, and then... Boy, it looks like it's going to be a gorgeous 4th of July weekend. Summertime in Wisconsin is the best time. (laughs) Time for jumping on the count of three. Check it out. Time to find a path that calls your name. Time to reconnect with those who matter most. It's what summer in Wisconsin is all about. Plan your perfect getaway today at TravelWisconsin.com. Sponsored by Travel Wisconsin. Bertrang Roofing at Hotmail.com for free estimates. Bertrang Roofing at Hotmail.com. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. All right, we got more markets at uh, 67 degrees. Let's get over to Thorpe and uh, visit with Michelle over at Treen Livestock. Morning, Michelle. Is it raining over there this morning? Um, it's not raining right now, but it looks like it could. Uh, We're saturated here, that's for sure. Yeah, we got uh, we got some moisture the last uh, last few days. That is for sure. 
Well, mm-hmm. anything you want to share with us this morning? It's one of those mornings where you can just go back to bed. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> Is it really? Well, what about tomorrow morning? Will that be a morning you get back to bed, or are you going to get up and celebrate? I heard it was sunshining. It's going to be sunny tomorrow, right? <laughs> well, it's always sunny on your birthday, isn't it? Yeah, not sunny, always. But sunny in yeah. 86, a beautiful day for a birthday walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt, right? That's for sure. Well, I can do that. They're going yeah. to have a big birthday party? I don't think so. <laughs> no. You don't? Oh. No. Well, happy birthday. We'll, no. We'll, we'll Get together you. with my kids. That will be good. Oh, that'll be a good thing. Well, happy birthday. Well, thank you. And it is tomorrow. And take the day off. No, we'll call the sale ah. off tomorrow, okay? Yeah, right. I'd like to see how that goes. Oh, boy. Well, how'd the sale go last night? All right. Thank you, Bob. Summing up the sale from Monday, June 28th at Tree Livestock Market in the Sputtock Market. We tapped at 80 with a consignment bypassing in farms of excellent. 84% of the cows, so from 47 and higher. Market cows were 60 to 74. Low-yielding cows, 48 to 59. Thin and weak cows, 47 and lower. In the Holstein steer market, choice and prime, 96 to 110. Selects were 94 and down. Four B-type steers and heifers, choice, 103 to 116. Selects were 98 and lower. In the bull market, high-yielding beef types came in at 82 to 90 with the utilities at 78 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality Holstein bull calves were from 80 to $178 per head. We tapped at 180 with a consignment by Dean Mickey of Stanley. Lighter and lower quality calves, $30 per head and down. Holstein heifer calves were 25 to 115 per head. Beef calves 95 to 340 per head. In the hog market, butcher hogs were 67 to 87. Sows were 52 to 67. And boars were 25 and a half and below. Our next sale will be tomorrow, Wednesday, the 30th. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. For tomorrow's sale, we have a consignment of 20 sows. If you have any questions or you need trucking, give us a call at the market at 715-669-7127. And, of course, check us out on the web at tlmthorpe.com. For all of us at Trim Livestock, your family owned an upright market. Have a great day. Hey, with the sale tomorrow and tomorrow being your birthday, for the folks that are coming in, what kind of gifts would you like them to bring in to you? Might as well let them know ahead Nap- of time. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> I mean, maybe I can they'll only imagine. maybe they'll share a dip with you out of their Copenhagen can or something like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, that could happen. <laughs> you know, I, you know I, they'll I, offer. Uh, oh, I would be throwing up all night. Yeah, <laughs> I can't do that. That's that's a, well. You know what? I shouldn't say that. I actually know a couple of girls that would do that. So well, I, I know can't. more than a couple. Uh, I know more than a couple. You? But not me, uh, not well, me. Well, you have a good birthday, and we'll talk to you on Thursday and see how it went. All right. Thanks. Take care. <laughs> all right. There goes Michelle over at Treen Livestock in Thorpe. And I don't know how old she's going to be, but there's no way I'm telling you. <laughs> Just enough that it's her birthday. Hey, quick weather, and then we'll get to more markets. Brought to you by Marquardt Motors. Marquardt is hiring an experienced service tech due to growth at the dealerships. Go to MarquardtMotors.com and click on the tab about us for details and apply in person. And again, those scattered showers moving through today. It'll be about 80 for a high. Clearing 61 overnight and partly sunny Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Full sun on Saturday, partly sunny again on Sunday and Monday. 80s through Saturday, 90s on Sunday and Monday. 
We're about uh, 67 right now. We're also going to go over to uh, the Zombrota sale barn and uh, hear what's happening over there. Fed beef steers were at 117 to 124 with a mixed rating of 75 to 116. Fed beef heifers were at 110 to 122 with a mixed rating of 79 to $1.09. Fed dairy cross steers and heifers were at 98 to 112.75. Fed dairy steers were at $1.06 to $1.16.5 with the lightweight select grade and heavyweight at $71 to $1.05. Market cows brought mostly $60 to $84.75 with the thin chelly cows at $20 to $59. Market bulls ranged from $86 to $96. Market hogs were at $75 to $98 with the lightweight sows at $36 to $55. And the heavyweight sows at 50 to 57. Market boars were at 18 and a half to 23 and a half. Feeder lambs, 50 to 70 pounds, were at 125 to 235. 70 to 90 pounds were at $2 to 247 and a half. 90 to 120 pound feeder lambs brought $1.05 to 247 and a half. Thank you, Kelsey, over there at Zombroda. And we'll take a look at our grain markets and dairy markets next. Synergy Cooperative, customer-owned, community-minded. Synergy's customers enjoy a wide variety of services, from C-stores with tire and automotive service, agricultural services including feed delivery or pickup at feed mills, to energy with propane delivery directly to you. Synergy Cooperative's customers receive superior customer service. Synergy Cooperative also strives for a strong and loyal presence in the communities they serve in northwest Wisconsin. Customer-owned, community-minded. That's Synergy Cooperative, here to serve you. Synergy Cooperative bringing us the rest of our markets in the grain trade. A little lower overnight after an up day yesterday. Corn finished in the day trade, 28 higher, 42 higher on the beans. Wheat up 17, but December corn overnight gave back 3 cents, 544 a bushel this morning. Oats up 4 at 387. December wheat down 1 at 657. November soybeans down 6, 1306. Meal down 240 a ton for October at 353.10. Country elevator prices, wheat and grain, Chippewa Falls, and the Connersville locations, 573 on the corn, 1302 on the beans. Dummer's Grain Service in Holman, Buck Country Grain in Arcadia, corn at both those elevators. At 656 today, the soybeans in Holman 1322 and Arcadia 1327. On our DTNs, Green Golden Plump has corn today at 622. Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, and Fall Creek 607. Soybeans 1291. Osseo corn 609. Beans 1291. Elk Mound 637 and 1301. And Sparta corn 627. Beans 1312. Ellsworth 597 and 1291. Ethanol plants. Boyceville 620, Stanley 615 to Richmond 613. Barrel cheese traded a half a cent lower, 148 and a half. The blocks up two and a half, 151 and a half. Butter up a nickel, 176 and three quarters. June class three up to 1720. July up 13, 1678. August up 19 to 1682. September was unchanged, 1730, and the October Class 3 down a nickel at 1810. Don't forget, you want to go to a dairy show. It is today, the 2021 Barron County Aqua Dairy Show. Today starts at 10 o'clock at the Barron County Fairgrounds in Rice Lake, and it should be a pretty good day. I think the rain should be pretty well over by then, and we should have a high about 80, so enjoy it. Wax 